This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of a hospital visit and a joke about weed. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA plus community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are here to talk about whatever it is that cess hit people <laughs> think it is we're doing. Sure, that's how the vowels go today, actually. Yeah, yeah gotta mix it up, keep it fresh. Conservatives keep saying that we're like just making up new words and stuff, as if that's a bad thing, first of all. And you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and make up new words. Cess hit people. That's, that's very sexy and Shakespearean of you, CJ. Um, Indeed. But what is on <laughs> the vice schedule for today? We've got yet another repeat guest. Uh, last week we had the lovely Jedzia back, and now for episode 102, we've got another return. Jeff Stormer is here. Hello, Jeff. Hello, my friends. How are you? I am so excited to be here. Yeah, for sure. Welcome back. Welcome back. How How is it being be- returning to the My Gay Agenda studios I, after all this time? I feel uh, I feel powerful. I feel uh, I feel frankly unstoppable. I did I did arrive. Uh, I did pull up in my my convertible wearing my leather jacket i did jump in mm. i knocked over some things i apologize it's just i felt like i needed to make an entrance you will need to clean up some some magazines and things out of the waiting room but you know oh, sure you know that's 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 how we live that's how we roll we're rock stars yeah, yeah absolutely yes. it was really cool um right before we started recording jeff took like just the biggest rip off of like the largest bong yeah. i've ever seen and was like let's fucking <laughs> let's do, do like it. you couldn't we're on Google Meet right now. You could not see through the smoke. Like, it was just... <laughs> Frankly, I would have been offended if you didn't knock things over with you how know, cool that entrance was. It's, it's, it's how I... Sh- it's, it's, really about, it's really about, you know, making sure that you're remembered. And specifically remembered when people have to clean up things after you. That's really, <laughs> that's really where the magic happens. When I'm picking up all 96 magazines that I've collected throughout the years, I'm going to be thinking to myself... That Jeff that, Stormer guy. That Jeff guy. did that. That was Jeff. <laughs> he really, he really put the storm in Stormer. That's right. When when you have to play when you have to play a hundred and four card pickup because I took two separate poker decks, shuffled them together and threw them onto the floor. So you, so you have to go out and they're identically backed, but you still have to sort them. I'm I'm taking this uh, factual and scientific assertment that making a mess is what makes you memorable and cool as uh, further proof that cats are the coolest animal. That's true. No, that yes. tracks. That does track. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so mind telling the people about you, Jeff? It's been, uh, I think we recorded with you back in like late 2017. It's been a while. Early 2018. It has been a while. What's what's been going on? What's your deal? Uh, Who are you, and why did you wreck everything in my studio? Uh, I, I wrecked everything in your studio because I'm cool. Yeah, but, uh, but as enough. to who I am, I am Jeff Stormer. I'm a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. 
Um, mm. I produce. How's that going, by the way? They have not responded to my tweets, but I will not stop. Yo, what the fuck? I have also added a new enemy to my list, which we will get to. Um, people need to respond to my tweets. I don't know why they're not responding to my tweets. I am an, I am a journalist and, and a thought leader, and I am not being respected by, by brand Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um i'm the producer mm-hmm. of party of one which is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences i am also the co-host of all my fantasy children which is a character creation storytelling and world-building podcast on the one shot podcast network i design role-playing games including anyone can wear the mask which was released almost exactly a year ago uh like very like it which which hit me yesterday and i'm freaking out about um Yay. and I am the host of Talking Nog, which is the world's only eggnog enthusiast podcast and therefore the most respected journalistic outlet in the world of eggnog. <laughs> uh which but which here's here's where we have to get into my 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 new beef because I've got a new enemy. All right, lay it on me. You cannot Hidden Valley Ranch cannot <laughs> unveil a product called Ranch Nog uh. and not respond to me when I tweet asking them for the recipe to Ranch Nog. You're the eggnog podcast. Like that's I am the world authority on this, I assume, because no one else is doing it. You can't just not give me the recipe. You Hidden Valley Ranch has not even acknowledged my tweet. <laughs> there I am out. This is an outrage. They they have to answer for their crimes. I'm reeling. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, this is the first that I'm hearing about this, Jay. I don't know if this is the first time you're hearing about this. I don't know what, what it is. What the fuck? I don't know what it <laughs> is. Valley Ranch? No, if, if I'd known about Ranch Nog before we started recording, I would have entered the Google Meets room with a thousand yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have. I assume I would not have been invited on if you knew I was going to discuss Ranch Nog. That's why I saved it for on mic. Well, now you've actually extended your army because, like, My Gay Agenda, the podcast, and all of our staff members here in the studio are now of staff a part, members. The, the hundreds of staff members that we can afford to pay. Um, all, of can, whom, all of whom are gathering up separate decks of cards right now that I've scattered in various yes, places around yeah. the studio. Right, yes. that's uh, the, a, a lot of the interns are on that. Uh, some of the other interns are doing other things, but a lot of the interns are now dedicated <laughs> to the card pickup. One per card. well the problem is those were my memos cards yeah so (laughs) you gotta be gentle with them (laughs) yes um so jeff you are uh quite prolific in the ttrpg world as the only olive garden rpg creator um and podcaster and we had you on as one of our first guests uh to the point where i think that Maybe your episode is one of the ones that has my dead name in it, like the few that got in there before I changed it. Um, now our podcast has a lot of RPG people. How does it feel knowing that you brought this energy to our show? Uh, I would actually like to formally address this on my Oh, please do. And say that I'm so sorry. And just say <laughs> that I'm genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, sincerely apologetic for having brought this energy to you. And having 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 brought having dragged you into the, the swirling vortex that has consumed my life. You tipped because... that domino and now I'm obsessed with the monster of the week. It's all your exactly. fault. That's my fault. I feel I recognize that. I see it. And I own that. Like, I just want to clarify for everybody, Jeff was the first TRPG person that we had on the show. And then, like, the more that the podcast kept going, whenever people were, whenever we were looking for guests, 
Like, people would be like, oh, Jeff was on the show. I also do TTRPG. <laughs> Let me go ahead and submit my name. And at the time, we didn't have a lot of people looking to be guests on the show. So we're like, absolutely, come on in. Now it's mostly TTRPG people. That's right. I dragged. I, I, sorry, I did this. I made this. <laughs> yeah. So as the uh, sort of uh, causer of this chaos, uh, the, the bringer of this doom onto our show... Mm. Um, I feel like you are probably the one, like, a uniquely qualified person to answer the question of what is it about this scene of TTRPG that brings so many gay people in? Um, I have, I have, I have genuine thoughts on this. Um. Oh, please share. I mean, it is, it is an activity that is rooted in imagining and it's rooted in, like, imagining yourself in another pair of shoes and, like, imagining and exploring like exploring identity and story and self and like expression mm. and like it is a it is a, a a specifically a an activity that is like kind of inextricable from that like on some like it is quite literally in the name it is a role playing game it is a game mm-hmm. about playing a specific role and for a a a culture and a way of life and and a being and a a a an iteration of self that is rooted in like finding that, that expression of yourself. Like that is a profoundly important thing that like it, it it is a, it is I unsurprisingly incredibly appealing to someone that is looking for some variation of who they are to find an activity that is rooted in the question of who are you to Mm -hmm. use that, and also, it's also it's that a lot of them involve kissing is the other half of it, and like feelings. It's true. And like, those are the two halves. Those are the yeah. two halves that you get the deep, the deep, the deep philosophical answer and the shit post. I've given you all of them today. Yeah. Well, we did literally have um, uh, Adira on the show, who literally writes sex role playing oh, games. I, I love Adira with all of my heart. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm saying that out loud for anybody who didn't listen to Adira's episode, which go listen, just sounds like, you know, how couples typically have like, ah, oh, we'll do role play. No, these are games. Mm-hmm. These are games with rules in them. <laughs> and like, I, like straight up, you can go purchase them on Adira's website. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, like, some of my first characters getting into, like, the role-playing community were ones where, like, I straight up could not answer the question of what my character's genders mm-hmm. were. Because, like, at the time when I started, like, back in college, I didn't really have the vocabulary for what being non-binary mm-hmm. meant. Um, but I did know somewhere in my tummy that was all where the tummy being were all role playing characters. Yeah, right, come right. From. It's all it's a real um, it's out of it's it's a real it's a gastro it's a gastro phenomenon, really yes, is what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not like a pregnancy thing, like no. that you're like giving birth. No, it's it in is the very tum-tum. much like, it's in the tum tum. Yes, yeah. yes. Like it's it's in the place where you can take tums and that's where it would go. Yeah, like mm-hmm. specifically uh, specifically I, I do recommend for the days that you don't want to be playing a role playing game, just pop some tums. Just you know <laughs> Just just knock a few back and then you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you won't have the urge to recruit all your friends into a game of 10 candles. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) If you feel that urge, just immediately take a couple, take a couple out to pop an Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're all good. Um, But anyway, like I knew 
somewhere in me that my character and who I wanted to be portraying in this game was not a man or a woman. And I, like, would go entire, like, one-offs, like, entire fiasco games just sitting there going, like, okay, but, like, did I figure this out about my character? If they're a guy or a girl, like, I've not solved this riddle yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Pour one out for Brie Zabala, the anxious non-binary tiefling. (laughs) Yes, because, of course, my first D&D character was a tiefling. Obviously. Yo, can we talk? What the fuck is it about tieflings? I, is it the monster fucker and all of us? I don't have an answer for this one. This one is this one is a mystery that I have stared at for hours, and like it's there. There's for sure a connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I feel like one could make an argument um, for like the demonization of queer folks or like mm. the religious trauma, but I would also like to pause it. Horns hot. Horns hot. Horns, Horns hot. Horns hot. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> like. But the other thing is that is very specifically, if you are of a certain age uh, that I am, and you came into Dungeons and Dragons through third edition D anD D was the D the first version of D anD D I played, despite the fact that I've been playing role playing games for like fifteen years prior. That was the game that I or like five ten years prior. But like the version of D anD D I played was third edition, where they presented you with the tiefling, who was a a pretty lady with horn, and then the Azamar that was like Don Quixote, like. That was like a Muppet, a Muppet Don Quixote with a big elaborate mustache and like terrible looking armor and just was like the least cool looking human being that has ever lived. Like just a, (laughs) just, you look at these two options and you're like, well, that one is inarguably cooler than whatever's going on with this dude. Uh, Is that Tiefling smoking a cigarette? Do we think that D&D 3E had a uh, radical trans-feminization agenda? I I have to assume so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't emphasize how how unfucking cool the Asimar in Dungeons & Dragons 3rd edition look. (laughs) Like, the only way I can describe it is, like, if you put... uh, If you put Doc from Fraggle Rock... In like a night outfit for a fantasy episode of Fraggle Rock is about what the Azimarv. Please, please take a moment and Google it. Both, 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 both us right, on the okay. mic and yeah. everyone at home. How do you spell it? A A S I M A R. I sure put A S S. I want to uh, see if it comes and then up. Three E. Yeah, put three E and see if it comes up. I hope it does because I really want it not acknowledged. Mm. Oh, it's not coming up. I'm, in not... I'm heartbroken. Wait, yeah, wait. I think Whoop. I found them, maybe? Uh, let me put in here and make sure I have the right one, because I want to make sure I have the, the Muppet Don Quixote, but I have to imagine I do, based yep, on Yep, that's image. the one. That's the <laughs> Look at this. Oh, one. that's tough. That is a Muppet Don Quixote. <laughs> is that not... Did I not nail it? You <laughs> nailed it. No, yeah. To the point where there were a lot of drawings of Azimars, and I saw that one. I'm like, that has to be the one Jeff meant. <laughs> Like you see yeah. that one next to like a next to like uh, a pretty lady with horns, and you're like, well, I know which one I'm gonna play. Like it almost looks like a dark crystal character that didn't take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually exactly that's a that's a very you're good, just very good me on it more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like Jay is the target audience for this type of character. Yeah. Well, I love here's the thing. 
as an adult, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I really actually do want to play this character because this guy looks like he's got like regrets and like things that have gone <laughs> oh, wrong yes. in his life. And I really want to like, I really want to know why this man is going on an adventure because it seems like he's either got better things to do or he's got nothing better to do. And mm. both of those options are very mm. compelling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to play a Dark Crystal game now. <laughs> <laughs> you put that in my I head I have a lot of feelings about Dark Crystal that movie rewatching it as an adult gave me a lot of feelings because I was like main character is boy named Jen <gasps> my eye boy named Jen <laughs> what <laughs> and that was my Dark Crystal tangent of the episode let's move on <laughs> alright alright <laughs> just get out of our way um Jeff, I don't even know if this was part of when you were on the show. We typically ask people what they want to tell cishet people for the very last time so that they never have to hear about it again. It, it was, what? and I stand very Excellent. thoroughly, I stand very thoroughly by my answer, which is, for God's sakes, I am monogamous and I am happily monogamous. I am bisexual, but I, I got, I've got my, I've got my partner. We're mm -hmm. very happy together. It is, the, it can be. There are there are many people that are in that are in loving uh, poly relationships uh, as 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 bisexuals, pansexuals. And then there are many people that are lovingly monogamous. And like I that 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 follow up question is inevitable. It is it, it, it comes up and I'm like, nope, nope, you've that's you've already I'm going to stop. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. When I was in high school uh, back in I came out in like 2009, 2010. And, like, one of the first questions I got from, a, like, somebody who I did not interact with at all was like, oh, you're bi, does that mean you have a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time? Like, and I'm no. like, oh, to be so lucky. Yeah, I mean. But, like. <laughs> you like, people feel like you're thinking really... I'm much cooler than I am, frankly. <laughs> like, you you think I'm just scoring everybody? You, you got tips now. on how to pull that off, or yeah, like, <laughs> what? Why do you have a boyfriend and a girlfriend? I'd love to study under you, um, but, but like, I yeah, there's, I with the uh, ongoing acceptance of like polyamory sure, sure. in like queer circles and like dare I say like a little bit out of it as well. We're not all the way there yet by a country landslide, but like there is more public awareness yeah. of polyamory now with that then sometimes comes the thing where people are like oh well no one's really monogamous yeah polyamory is the way to go and it's like no i i know a few monogamous people that, that it's just a different type of relationship yeah, like it, how it, it, everybody has different types of relationships that work for them or don't yeah it is a, it is a very it 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 it, it 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 you know it it's a different thing for everyone and i don't, i feel like that is a hard thing for people to understand mm -hmm. it's it's they're both things that someone can be don't conflate them no no <laughs> yeah. if it, it don't, i guess any of the broader thing is like stop fucking assuming things right like just mm, yeah. like stop fucking assuming things i think is the thing that i would like to say for the last time because I feel like if you just hey I say like even if it's as simple as like you know I I I I have had lovely conversations with people who uh, with 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 uh, with cess hits that have tried genuinely to understand mm -hmm. I've had mm -hmm. some lovely conversations with people who do do not have the the a vocabulary saying things like so what is your deal 
And like, you know what? Mm. I appreciate and genuinely like as crude of as a phrased question as that is, like I can give an answer to that and explain mm. it and like I appreciate that you have that you have started by asking me, "Hey, what's my deal?" and then I can explain <laughs> it. Like I like it and and like it you can there's a there's a feeling when 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 I've been when I've had these conversations of like of like, okay, yeah, I get it. You're trying to understand. And that's that's good. That's good enough. You you have not brought assumptions to the table, and that is I think an incredibly valuable thing to to do or to not do respectively of like mm. let me tell you what my deal is. Yeah. Though as a person who often misinterprets uh questions depending on the way that they're phrased, I would hear what's your deal and I'd just be like, um Oh, so I'm, in- I'm insufferable. Oh uh, I mean I do have <laughs> I do have a story that I would love to share with you about that exact thing. Yes. Uh, please. <laughs> a story, the currency of podcasting. So I I, I have a, a chronic condition with my eyelids that puts me in the in the eye hospital periodically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in the hospital, I was in the emergency room for one such appointment, and I get taken back and the nurse sits down and she looks at me and says, so tell me, so tell me about, or she, uh, so what I hear is, so tell me about yourself. And I stop for a second and I'm like, all right, I guess she's taking notes and I was just like making small talk. So I start and I say, so I'm a pretty cool guy. I'm into, and she goes, no, I said, tell me about your, your, your sty. Like, tell me about your eyelid. And I was like, oh no. I was like, I'm just actually going to live with this condition now because I have to leave. <laughs> I can't come back. I hate my brain because you said eye hospital and my brain immediately imagined an eye hop full of doctors and nurses. Uh, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the yes. dream. Man, I could fuck up some pancakes right yeah, now. Yeah, right? You Like I just thought I Don't you dare I lay a hand on your pancakes. cat. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> my baby! My precious angel from heaven who's also the sassiest fucking teenager I've ever met. She's an important producer of this podcast and I I can't risk you messing up our professional relationship. It's true. It's true. Uh, So, Jeff, what is on your gay agenda? Uh, What's on my gay agenda? I mean, right now I'm genuinely thinking it's get pancakes because (laughs) that sounds great, frankly. I Fuck yeah. Every... Yo, gay people... Go out get there some, and get, get some, some pancakes. pancakes. Mm. Go, let's yeah. let's get that bread product, which is pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I make friends and tell stories. Frankly, is really like I I think that like I've I've kind of I'm old, I'm I'm old now. Like I'm I'm old and tired. It's been sorry sorry. How old are you? Uh, I'm thirty four. Okay, got it. So not, I just needed not to contextualize ancient. that. <laughs> I just needed to contextualize that real quick because sometimes people are like, "I'm," and people is me, and I'll be like, "Oh God, I'm old. I'm, I'm 28." So I, you know, I am comparatively <laughs> old for a lot of the circles that I, I I have found that I run in. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. actual play tabletop circles, I'll, I'll have this experience where I'm still several years older than the average, and like it's a very strange feeling, but. Uh, yeah. But also, like, I'm 34, but it's an old 34 in the way that all of us are an old whatever number we want to we want to say because it's been a couple years. Yeah, we had several. We had a decade stored in two years mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. so you know, that's been wild. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of like 
I've lowered my 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 aspirations a little bit in terms of like what I'm chasing after, and at this point, like, I just want to meet I want to meet cool people and play cool games with them and tell fun stories and like if if the end result of that is 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 a piece of art that people can enjoy, that's great. And if it's just the two of us share a cool weird thing or a group of us share a cool weird thing, I think like that is a good. I think that is a a pretty good thing to aspire to. Hell yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Not to be a cliche, but we only get one life. Let's do one that's fun. Exactly. I think that's that's kind of... Let's fill it with fun shit. That's kind of what I'm chasing after now, is like... Seeing where where that that, that takes me and having the most fun as I can along the way. Mm. And eating as many cheeseburgers as I can be allowed. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, God, I just thought of a cheeseburger, but the buns are pancakes. I mean, that sounds real good. Like, a, That's... if you did that as a, I mean, I mean, at that point, you're essentially doing a breakfast sandwich, but, like, you could put an egg on, put, like, a, put an egg on there and make it into a breakfast yeah. burger. That is not far yeah. off from a breakfast sandwich that Wawa does make. It is. That's, That's right. true. The sizzly. Yeah. The pancake sizzly. Unbeatable. Unbeatable mm-hmm. sandwich. Yeah. Right, they right, also right. have the waffle yeah. one, too, which. They do a waffle one now. I, I at least a few years ago I got oh I got a few of those on the way to work on days that I was running late. Um, wow, I I was not I was not emotionally ready to so process sorry. that information. No, no, I mean in a good way. Like I here I thought I here I thought I understood the wonders that the world was going to put in front of me, and now mm-hmm. I learned that there's a waffle sizzly. <laughs> and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. <laughs> It's truly what he was singing about was the existence of waffles. Yeah, he knew. He he yeah. knew. One yeah. day, he said, yeah. said a couple decades from now, they're going to roll this out. Yes. I want to put forth that some people are pancake people, some people are waffle people, and some people like mm-hmm. both. But if they like both, please don't assume that they want both on the same plate. <laughs> but some people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people do. Yeah, but don't yeah. assume. Don't assume. Yeah. Don't assume. That's a that's a different texture situation. A, yeah. And some people love on that and some people you know, don't. Some peop you know, people's people's carbohydrate tendencies are different and they mm. need to be respected. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Um on that note, uh it's I've I've heard tell that we have <laughs> an exciting game in the mix, Jay. Oh boy, yes. Alright. So, um, and your first episode with us was our first time ever playing LGBT D and D. Sure. Um, where uh, you introduced us to the lovely uh, Martellus Moonbeam, or Marty, uh, and you got to destroy a lich and get Sharon and Lydia's blessing. It was uh, such a pleasure to revisit that. <laughs> I'm good to know that. I'm glad to. I'm glad to know that they're still doing good. Like I think about them a lot, and I'm happy that they're still doing good. <laughs> Absolutely, they're thriving. Um. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's it, as long as they're as long as they're thriving. I know there's hope for the rest of us. <sighs> yeah. If they're thriving, I'm thriving to an extent. <laughs> as much as one can thrive <laughs> in these circumstances. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so I thought we would revisit LGBT D and D. I've put together a little another little improv mini adventure. I'll put on my my GDM hat again. Um, and you can bring back Martellus Moonbeam if you would like, or if you would like to be a new character, you absolutely can. I don't remember anything about Martellus Moonbeam, so it may have to be a new character. I mean, I've got this, I've got this old man Muppet in front of me. This could be your <laughs> I chance. See before me, I'm old man Muppet. This could be your chance. I think I have to, I think I have to make a new character and I'm going to make him, give me a minute. 
Let's go with Silas D'Artanian. That feels like a good name for it feels like a good yeah. name for like an old man knight. Silas D'Artanian? Silas D'Artanian, yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, now, this can be a solo quest for Silas, or uh, you can have a party member of CJ who I constantly volunteer for these things. <laughs> I'm gonna put that I'm in. Sure. I'm gonna put that into CJ's court. It's up to you, CJ. Uh, yeah, I'll join it. I like. I did. You always say that I have literally nothing else going on while we're recording. So <laughs> you, like, you will, otherwise you I'd just be sit sitting there going, watch. "Wow." Well, see, <laughs> yeah, I'm projecting my Don't own. Talk. I'm projecting my own anxiety onto you. You see. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Ex- ex- excuse me, CJ, we're trying to play a game. Can you please keep it down? <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast. Can you, CJ, shut the fuck up? If, if you need, I have some bubble wrap that you can pop. Just sit and pop. <laughs> CJ, this is my part. Do you mind? <laughs> anyway, I will join in. Um, oh, geez. I don't know what type of character to do. Um, you you could I bring am... back Bree. That was hard to say. That's true. <laughs> I could I could bring back bring back bring, that is challenging, <laughs> but I'll do I'll do it. All right. Um uh, Brizabala is a tiefling druid because yes, I was extremely in the closet non-binary at the time of creation. I just just hearing that, just hearing that my immediate thought was, "Hey, are you all right? You want to talk about anything?" <laughs> <laughs> no. <Maybe> they weren't. <laughs> I sure as shit wasn't when I made them. Just That's for damn spin sure. Around oh, cool. This is your character concept. Let me spin around a chair. Hey, we should probably talk. Let's let's chat. We should. Uh, this was. <laughs> Do you have a support system at home? <laughs> this was the campaign where I introduced a half orc whose name translated to bear bearskin, who was obsessed with bears, because I Solid. too was not doing well, but in a very <laughs> different way. <laughs> ah, and thus, and and here we see coping. <laughs> yes. Uh, coping with kobolds, our new podcast. Uh, there you go. That's it. Now that we've that's that's when the two circles fully overlap. That's the rebrand that we get. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're gonna reinvent the the tiefling SMR binary here with uh, Silas and Bree. So uh, Silas and Bree, you are uh, enjoying a lovely brunch, as uh, as queers are are wont to do when a scroll eating a pancake burger, pancake, eating pancake burgers. Uh, sure, perhaps sure, a obviously. waffle sizzly. Um, and you are delivered a scroll by a, a bird. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow, look, a bird. <laughs> oh, says oh, shit, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> it drops the scroll onto your pancakes and flies away. Well, that means it's going to be ruined oh, under syrup. Fuck? That's. I was poor yeah. planning on the bird's part. <laughs> Birds are oh, notoriously I... bad planners. <laughs> <laughs> Inside uh, this now sticky scroll uh, seems to be a, a, a riddle. Oh. oh. Yes. A few riddles, actually, but let's start oh. with the one at the top. All right. It says, sometimes I am loved, usually by the young. Other times I am dreaded, mostly by the old ones. I am hard to remember, also hard to forget. And yet if you do, you'll make someone upset. I occur every day. Everyone has to face me, even if you don't want it to happen. Embrace me. What am I? Hatsune Miku. <laughs> That's it. Yep, we got it. <laughs> well, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. I solved your riddle. Checkmate. <laughs> All right. A magical illustration appears in the scroll underneath of Hatsune Miku wearing a party hat. 
and holding a <laughs> sign that says happy birthday. I was going to say it was birthdays. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's one solution, Jeff. Sure. The beauty of riddles is that they can be solved in many ways. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> More often than you'd think by Hatsune. Yeah, yeah, right. It just It's a great, it's a great riddle answer. It's yeah, uh, yeah. the Hatsune Miku rune, the Hatsune Miku. Uh, we goes did it. On... We, frankly, we're, we did, we're done. So we're done here. We got it. We nailed it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stop recording in Audacity. I don't think we're, we feel like we, we, we feel like we, we peaked. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, <laughs> Hatsune Miku tells you uh, that you are invited to a party. Uh, but... Ooh. You have to solve a few other riddles to get the things needed for the party before you're allowed to show up. <laughs> okay. Well, hell yeah, we're experts. Um, because yeah, this it's is just Hatsune the... Miku four times and we're done. And this is yeah. this is the etiquette of the land. It is not uh, ridiculous and demanding of the scroll center <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, it can be it it can be ridiculous and demanding. Just because it's an accepted thing doesn't mean it's not ridiculous and demanding. True. This is true. true. <laughs> it is crazy what will normalize. Uh, yeah. Yeah, da, 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 fun podcast. <laughs> so we're done. We're done. I'm gonna hit. We're, I'm gonna stop recording on that. I really, we got it. Uh, another riddle shows up from Hatsune Miku. It says, "As party decor, none can top it. It's a favorite of every moppet, guaranteed to excite an endless delight, right up to the point where you're poppet." Is it one of those like? The like party cracker things that like you pull on it and confetti spits out. I don't remember what the is name that of sound it maker? is. Uh, no, I love. Is it a? Is it a balloon? Balloons! Hatsune Miku Yay! magically has a bundle of balloons in her hands, uh, and is got like, it. "You got to get some balloons." <laughs> got to get balloons. Yeah. Oh, I figured you were just gonna give us the ones that you magically conjure. <laughs> Is it is it also customary in the land for party guests to bring all of the supplies for the party? Yes, like I said, it is etiquette uh, accepted in these lands and not at all ridiculous and demanding. All right. Um, I would give you my balloons, says Hatsune Miku, but they are very small and made of ink. All right. Well, they didn't um, say we had to bring is, good balloons. They just said we had to bring balloons. This is a good point. Is there, like, a nearby marketplace or something? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, a fantasy party city? Yes, fantasy party city! Excellent. I I go to fantasy party city. <laughs> fantasy, fantasy party city, or as it's also called, Spirit Halloween. True. Yes! <laughs> you get to the, uh, the Spirit Halloween, um, and the door to the building is, is blocked by a frog hemoth, which is a monster I just learned about and am delighted by. That's, I'm hitting, right. hitting Google for this. It is. Are they the size of a frog no. or just a large? <laughs> the size of a they're behemoth. A large thing. <laughs> I don't know what a behemoth is. It's oh, bees. I love this. Oh, I love yeah. this. I love this. Imagine I love this little buddy. A very, very large frog, um, like kaiju, not kaiju size. That's too big. Um, like dinosaur sized. Oh, um, that's a boy. Yeah, that's big, a, big that's frog. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. That's a lad. Three stocked eyes. That's an absolute unit. Many tentacle. Yes. Yes. Um, All right. The door is blocked cool. by a sleeping frog hemoth. <laughs> I don't actually do this, but I yell, wake up, get out of the way. <laughs> Bree would never. Uh, no. Um, hmm. Is it, is it like a push door or is it a pull door? Like, is the um, door's mechanism... 
blocked by the frog hemoth. I mean, like, basically the whole front of the store is blocked by the frog hemoth. <laughs> okay, so there's just, like, flat out no way to access Yeah, the you gotta move them. Okay, cool. Um, any, any thoughts, companion? Um, I've got this sword. Uh, but I don't want to use it to, to hurt an innocent frog hemoth. Not a, not such a, such a fun and dapper boy, but I could leverage it underneath. I could perhaps leverage it underneath and use it to kind of lever. So we kind of roll him out of the way. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Hmm. With the sharp end? Cause I, I don't know how much, uh. You would have to use the sharp end cause it's kind of a, it's sort of like getting a wedge under a door. But it would be in such a way that it would just go underneath onto the alongside the ground because it's fairly flat. And then you just kind of tilt it up to sort of wedge roll. Kind right. of a just I sort d- of gently yeah. roll I, out of I the way. I just don't want to like run into like the classic D&D problem of stabbing a creature in the butt. <laughs> mm, fair. Fair. Just, you know, it, it it's really a, a plague and a menace on our, on, on our world. And mm-hmm. it's just constantly things mm. being stabbed in the butt. Do we want to just try to wake this boy up and like chat with them yeah if you're boring i probably <laughs> i was gonna say i probably got some way to talk to animals because i'm a fucking druid but like all right <laughs> fuck i'm just trying to like treat this being like another being gracing this earth <laughs> i am too that's why i'm saying we just gently roll it out of the way your argument wakes the frog hemoth and one of its stalked eyes open slightly and it looks at you and it just kind of groans <laughs> But it does not move. <laughs> I go, hey there, friend. You're late for your meeting. <laughs> uh, the frog came with the crow and he says, I know, but I can't move. <laughs> is it because you're, you're stuck and you need somebody to wedge something underneath you and roll you out of the way? I mean, you can roll me if you want. You know how fantasy Alex Jones yelled about how the wa- they put stuff in the water to make the frog hemoths gay? Well, right. he was right about exactly one thing, and it was that. I am, I am freshly gay, so I went to get an iced coffee, but cold makes frogs hibernate. I'm so tired. Mm. Did you know that they make a hot version of iced coffee? What? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a I, there's a hot version of iced coffee, so if you're looking for something a little warmer, they got you, bud. If you bring me such a concoction, maybe it'll warm me up enough that I can move, <laughs> or right. you can just wedge Starbucks me and roll here? me. <laughs> All right, <laughs> can we wedge and roll them toward the local fantasy Starbucks? Kill two birds with one stone here. Sure. <laughs> I'm mostly asking Jeff. Yeah, I think we can do that. I think we can make that work. <laughs> All right, give it a shot. <laughs> sort of, sort of gen- very gingerly slide the sword under its under its under its back and just kind of wench it up, probably ruining the sword, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Your sword is bent uh, sort of in the shape of a ladle after this, but still sharp. It's just going to be a little harder to aim. Uh, but... Since the frog is, the frog hemoth is awake and privy to your plan, he kind of does as much as he can to aid you. And between all of your efforts, he is rolled uh, a little closer to the fantasy Starbucks. And you are now able to go into the spirit Halloween to get balloons. We did it. We did it. (laughs) We enter the spirit Halloween.
Alongside the balloons, the I balloon buy section. one of their many costume swords. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that? Uh, you get a coupon for next time. Um, Good. Great. All right. All right. Once you have your sword and balloons, another riddle shows up with Hatsune Miku. Uh, it says, when young, I am sweet in the sun. When middle-aged, I make you gay. When old, I am valued more than ever. What am I? This making gay thing is throwing me off. I got all of these from, from a random riddle site. I saw the word gay and I'm like, well, of all the versions of this riddle, I need to use this oh. one. <laughs> okay, so probably gay like happy. Yeah. Cool. Can you lay that riddle on me one more When again? young, I am sweet in the sun. When middle-aged, I make you gay. When old, I am valued more than ever. Is it grapes? Uh, close. Is it wine? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is requested that you bring wine to this birthday party. <laughs> Gotta bring balloons and wine. This is... <laughs> what the fuck? All right, cool. Um, There's probably a vineyard around here. There so. is on the other side of a lovely little forest right outside of town. Okay. All right, let's get going. Let's let's go to the vineyard through the lovely little right. forest on the other side of town. You walk uh, through the forest when the path uh, forks three ways. A fork with three prongs. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many prongs. You're, you're, it's, that's that's hubris. Look, get with the times. <laughs> forks have more than two th- prongs. Uh, one path looks very pointy. There's just pointy shit everywhere. Pointy rocks, pointy branches. Uh, another path in the middle looks normal, perhaps suspiciously normal. And in the third one, there's a bunch of weird, ominous statues lining the path. Well, the statue one sounds fun as hell. I mean, that one looks normal, though. <laughs> <laughs> Almost suspiciously normal. My favorite kind of normal, because that's how you know it's fully normal. <laughs> All right, we'll go down. We the don't have to go down. The, we can go down the other path if you want to go with a go with the the the, the unsafe option. I, the the statues just sound. Fun. I'm just all glad right, you're not go. considering the pointy shit one. Considering all the balloons you just bought. No, that shit's pointy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going down. I'm not getting point. I'm not getting stuck. I'm not getting. And st- maybe one of the statues has like a nice like pairing recommendation for the. That's wines. actually a great idea. That's a great idea. You know, statues are famous for their wine recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Let's pick that path then. All right. Uh, so there's a bunch of statues of warriors and heroes and uh, villains too. Uh, and finally, at the end of the path, uh, one large statue blocks the only exit because this path has led to sort of cave entrance. Uh, and this statue is of a very, very buff person holding out one hand. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll up my my armored sleeve and flex. Thrum them, grabbing them. I'm arm wrestling this giant buff statue. (laughs) Immediately, it springs to life and starts trying to push your hand down. How strong is Silas? Not, uh, not very. (laughs) I I imagine I don't imagine I don't hold out great. (laughs) No, okay. But I tried two or three times. I think it's important to keep trying. Yeah. I'll say on the third time, you make it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yay. Good job. Uh, and the statue uh, opens up and in, within that cave uh, is a lovely wine cellar. Ooh. All right. I yell back to the statues. Do you have any wine pairing recommendations? Uh, don't have red with fish. 
I think. I don't drink. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Says the statue. I was like, (laughs) fair enough. Oh, you know what I bet we can find down here? Bria, I I really want to show you this. I've got this. uh, I I I tasted in a wine cellar just like this, this most delicious amontillado. I'd love to show it to you if you just follow me down this cellar a little ways. Right around where the masonry supplies start. Like, it'll be great. Just come on down. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) No, it'd be great. It'd be great. Suddenly the game just takes I, a hard turn. Brizabala is like just grabbing a bunch of the wine bottles in their hands and going, I'm not getting tricked by that again. <laughs> again. Yeah. You win this round. Uh, I, will, I, will, I will mason you into a wall yet. Mark my words. <laughs> well, Silas, it seems Bri has seen through this attempt in your ever ongoing and well-established prank war between the two of you. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't help that it's only the one prank. I only have the one prank. <laughs> but you'd be surprised how many times Bri has fallen for it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Are you masoning me into a wall and it's about up to nose level? Hey. I love that TikTok where somebody masons somebody else into a wall in a cell. Classic TikTok prank. So fucking funny. TikTok pranks are the best. <laughs> Well, as you're grabbing bottles and bottles of hey, wine. Hey, everybody. Um, so I, I, since the publishing of my last TikTok prank video, a lot of people have uh, spoken out <laughs> and we've learned a lot about the ethics of uh, masoning someone into a wall. And I just want to say that I'm really committed to hearing and listening and, and learning. And uh, I never wanted to hurt my fans like this. Uh, the only person I wanted to hurt was my dreaded rival who I masoned into a wall. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my god it's i never expected this video to blow up I, thank you all so much like i've been getting a bunch of questions about my dreaded <laughs> rival and how it is i got him into the cellar and mason them in heard um, listened to i've learned which is why next time i mason read my <laughs> dreaded rival into a wall i will leave an air hole yeah, I yeah, listen, listen. You know, I'm gonna take some take some time away from from content creation to really like you know learn to better myself and and really like learn proper masonry techniques mm. because yes, there were some very valid criticisms of how I masoned my dreaded rival into a wall. Some of you were asking. So I'll be taking this time with my friends and family to reinforce the walls, right? So that my dreaded rival can't escape. And I just want everyone to know that my bricks are, of course, ethically sourced. Of course. <laughs> um, as you're gathering wine bottles, <laughs> Hatsune Miku pops up with another riddle and says, I bake, I rest, I come in different shapes, sizes, types, and I sometimes live with a flame on top of my head. Uh, that's, that's, that's Charizard. <laughs> that's Charmander. Yeah. <laughs> that's Charmander. <laughs> You, in fact, in this cavern, see a doorway marked with uh, an ancient drawing of a Charizard. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Charizard. Aha. It's the, you would think, now see, the rookie mistake here is to think that this is some sort of dragon dungeon, but the reality is that Charizard is not a dragon type. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) a looking like a Despite looking like a dragon. (laughs) Not a dragon type. Unless it's a Charizard X dungeon or whatever the fuck. 
There's a special type of Charizard. I don't know. Pokemon has gotten so complicated. Anyway, <laughs> do you enter the Charizard dungeon? Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not passing up a char- not passing up Charizard dungeon. Fair, fair. Uh, within there is a very uh creepy room. There's skeletons all over the floor. There's uh, weapons dug into the walls and on a pedestal in the middle of the room is a very ancient locked up box hanging from the ceiling from thin almost invisible wires are different keys in different shapes and sizes mm. um, I have a list of what the keys look like and I lost it. oh here we go one uh, we'll say is shaped like a skull uh, one is key shaped but super rusty Another one is like made of glass and it's all sharp, like that pointy path in the forest. One is prismatic, which is very fun uh, and has cracks all through it. Uh, the other one, it looks like a normal key, but it also does have an eye. Uh, and the last one is pastel. It kind of looks like Sanrio merch and it has a little cherry on it. And then the last, and then the last one is about four and a half feet long and tall. Um, it is, it is very heavy. It's got like a handle, uh, and you can pick it up and wield it. Yes, <laughs> it's got a little like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's got a little Mickey charm on the end of it. Yeah, uh, and then your pals. And you could customize it. It's so then your pals cool. Goofy and Donald show up. <laughs> they say, "Gosh, we gotta go." Yes. <laughs> Simple and clean. Um, I want the I want to use the cutesy one because it's cute. See, I'm picking up the prismatic one because that's 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 the most gay. Mmm. That I'm gonna try mine first. Uh, I try mine first. You hear a click and it sounds like something's unlocked, but the box hasn't opened. Maybe it requires more than one key. Like a part, of, one key will get you part of the way. Like try try yours. I'm gonna try mine. You hear half of a click, but the it is cracked, and this key breaks off in the box. Oh no! Hmm. Can I? Can we get it out? Probably. Yeah. Just kind of shake the box until the bits fall out. Like they're not yeah. like it's not like held inside. It's it, it, you got to shake. Yeah, it. you shake this terrifying, ominous, ancient-looking box until the glass falls out. We'll open. The, we'll open the box, and it's just a bunch of gl- broken glass in there. Like, oh, oh we're gonna fuck. say as you're shaking it, you hear the rest of it click, and the box kind of pops open. You are holding right. it as you shake it, and as it pops open, so it, what lies inside does almost fall out and hit the ground, <laughs> unless you dive to catch it. Um, uh, absolutely, I dive to catch it. In your hand, Silas is a. Uh, a cake with a Charmander painted on it and icing. Yay. And it's got a birthday candle right where the tail goes. <laughs> All right. Yay. Uh, on that. It says, it says happy eighth birthday, Brian. We're going to get absolutely fucking turned at this eight-year-old's eight birthday party. I'm, like, carrying all this wine. Cake for like, the kids? Fucking wild-ass amounts of wine for the adults. <laughs> Just insane amounts. Uh, on your scroll, Hatsune Miku blows a little party sound maker and pops one of those confetti things and says, you are now ready to go to the party. And then lists an address uh that you are familiar with it is a nice little um house on top of the hill nearby with a lovely weeping willow covering it 
Yeah, this is the same as Jeff Stormer's real life address, which is. That was just his <laughs> I, I guess we had there. Yeah, I got it, yeah. Yeah, all right, you head to that house, and you open the door, uh, and there's a, an explosion of sound as everyone inside yells, surprise! Uh, Sharon and Lydia have planned a surprise party. Silas, you realize that tomorrow is your birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that tomorrow is my birthday. <laughs> Happy eighth birthday, Brian! <laughs> Brian Silas Dortanian, eight years old. Asimar count years differently. It's fine. Yeah, you know, a year in the uh, what is a year in the life of an eternal celestial being, right? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe at this point you're just counting like decades. It's, more, it's like lifetimes, right? I've lived eight lifetimes, and tomorrow is the is the is the the anniversary of that it's yeah. my eighth one or it's my eighth time on this planet and thus happy eighth birthday brian you finally shown up uh oh no you're you're catching up to those dreaded cats that's right <laughs> and i mean like cat cats i mean like cats the musical cats that also live Jellicle in this cats, world. sure yeah, yeah. yes Jellicle yes, cats absolutely. those dreaded beasts of the shadowlands <laughs> we don't go there simba <laughs> And you have a lovely time at Sharon and Lydia's surprise party that they made you get all the supplies for. <laughs> felt like a lot of work for my own surprise party, but they... that, that's classic surprise party ruse of distracting the person by making them get the supplies. <laughs> well, it's first of all, as we've established, it's etiquette, proper etiquette in this land. But also, they thought you would enjoy a little scavenger hunt. <laughs> You know, I did enjoy That's it. That's what I always call grocery shopping. <laughs> it's a scavenger hunt. So congratulations on your surprise party. You solved my Yay. birthday riddles. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. Thank you for playing LGBT D&D. I'll take off my GDM hat again for another lifetime. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Jeff. My pleasure. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find all of my work at jeffstormer.com. You can find Party of One at partyofonepodcast.com. You can find my games at jeffstormer.itch.io. And you can find all my fantasy children at oneshotpodcast.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at Party of One Pod. That's, that's professional style, baby. <laughs> that's how we do it in the biz. And you can find my gay agenda on everywhere i guess uh you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher and then all the podcatchers while you're there why not throw us a rating we sure like it we like when people talk yeah. about us you can find us on facebook on instagram on twitter for the latter two we are at gay agenda cast and you can also find us on patreon.com where we're uh releasing exclusive bonus content once a month um and you can join us there much like rachel surprise surprise higgins uh quentin j alexander jim nolan sabrina Dewart, and tiny sneal <laughs> thank you so much for joining us uh put this in your gay agenda for next time uh change the world love yourself get yourself your your favorite breakfast food doesn't matter what time of day it is it could be a midnight snack it could be actual breakfast breakfast for dinner whatever time it is you deserve some breakfast food treats such as yeah. this is now uh if you're looking for options we've got over four breakfast sandwich varieties in wawa this is now a wawa sponsored <laughs> podcast <baby. laughs> i wish <laughs> yo get that wawa sponsorship money the Fuck wawa yeah, goose is absolutely. gay now 
<laughs> we did it. Yes! We did it. We did it. Wally the Goose is gay. The Shorty the Hoagie, their very real Hoagie mascot, also gay. Mm. <laughs> In a gay also relationship gay. with Wally the Goose. Yes. I think it wouldn't work between a goose and someone who's primarily made out of bread, but they make it work. They make it work. It's they about love. Ab. It's a very uh, Edward and Bella relationship where one of them desperately like craves and wants to eat the other one, but they won't do it because their love is too deep. I know what you are. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> a goose. Honk. <laughs> On that note, enjoy our end theme song. <laughs> and that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda.